Hi, I'm Emma, and this is the Creative Edition. Our mission is to inspire creatives to discover, grow, and own their brand. All right, friends. So today we're going to play a little game of content creator bingo, and we're going to see if you've done any of these things at the start of the new year. I thought it would be fun to run through this list and call it bingo because I feel like when we start the new year or a new quarter, it's always good to just run through a quick checklist to see if you have everything you need as a creator, small business owner, entrepreneur, anyone who's creating content online. And so this little game is to, you know, not make you feel bad, but again, just to hopefully help you get organized, especially if you're starting this new year or this new quarter and you're feeling a little bit scattered and you're not sure where to put your energy. And so I hope that doing this little bingo game will be very helpful for you. And at the end, if you finish listening to this episode and you have done all of these things, feel free to send me a message on Instagram stories and tell me that you got a bingo on your scorecard or your little bingo card. All right, friends, so let's jump into it. The first thing that I recommend doing at the start of the new year or the new quarter is to refresh your bio. I feel like this is something we chat a lot about as creators, as influencers, but I think it's really important to do so at the beginning of the year, at the beginning of Q1 or Q2, if you haven't done it yet to take a look at your bio and make sure that it is up to date. So we've done previous podcast episodes on optimizing your bio, making sure it's all organized. So highly recommend going back, listening to that. But here's just a few quick tips if you have not listened to those podcast episodes about optimizing, refreshing your bio. So first tip for you is to make sure that you include include keywords in the name field of your profile. So if you look at my profile, um, it's Emma and it calls out Seattle fashion blogger, Seattle fashion lifestyle creator. I feel like any combination of those things would work. So if you are someone who creates, you know, travel content, maybe you have your name and then you put, you know, international travel or U.S. destinations or small town travel or whatever your specific focus within travel is, make sure that it's included. Those specific keywords in the name field or just within your bio in general. My second tip for you is to make sure you share your contact information. I feel like I'm a broken record, but to this day, I still look at creators who do not have their email address in their bio. Um, And again, why it's important to do that is because when people are looking at your profile on desktop, so brands, agencies, um, public relations companies, that email button is not there. So even if your email is linked on Instagram, I still recommend outlining it inside your bio. And then the third tip, friends, is to include either some variation of your mission statement or content pillars. I think it's really important to just put, you know, whether you're a lifestyle creator or you're fashion, beauty, makeup, travel, plants, baking, cooking, home, you know, DIY, whatever your niches, whatever your content pillars are. I recommend including that within your profile because one, it makes your bio more discoverable, right? When you are putting, telling Instagram exactly like what your content is about or especially or TikTok. It could be anything, TikTok, Pinterest, YouTube, right? Just like making sure that that mission statement or your content pillars are reflected in your bio. I think 
you know, tells these apps, tells these search engines, like what your profile is about. And then when people are searching for the content that you specifically create, or you're, you know, searching content within that specific category or field, right, your profile comes up. And then last tip, friend, is to include your location. Um, If you're not feeling comfortable putting your exact hometown or your city, I would just put like the next closest city to you. You know, it's like a safety thing, right? Like you don't have to call, you know, specifically out like where you live, but you can put where that general area is or the general um, state that you live in. All right, friends. So the second thing to do, you know, at the start of the new year, the new quarter, hopefully this is already on your bingo card and you can check this off, is to set your goals for the new year. So I am all about goal setting. I am all about outlining things, putting things down on paper, um, you know, talking about it with your friends because I know the more you talk about your goals, the more you write about them, the more you share them, the more you clarify it for you and that you can make it real. So if you're not sure what type of goals to set as a creator, here are just a few ideas where maybe these goals could work for you. So maybe you set a goal um, because you want to learn new skills as a creator. So as a creator, as an entrepreneur, small business owner, we wear so many different hats, right? You know, you're not just like the content creator, you're also the face, you're also the brand, or maybe, you know, on the flip side, you know, if you're a small business owner, you're the person actually creating whatever it is you're creating, whether that be jewelry, or maybe you're growing plants, maybe you're doing, you know, screen printed shirts, like you're actually the person creating. And then on top of that, right, there's all these other things you know, we learn how to do as creators. And so for you, maybe you have a goal to learn how to edit photos using Photoshop or Adobe Lightroom. Maybe you set a goal this year to learn how to edit videos for short form video content because you want to start exploring YouTube shorts, TikTok, or Reels. Maybe you want to learn the basics of SEO because you've started a website, you've started a blog, you're trying to bring, you know, website traffic to your page and you want to know what to do SEO wise. And by the way, I feel like if you learn the basics of SEO, you can apply it with any platform. Um, I took a SEO I don't know if it was a full course, but I did take, learn some SEO during my graduate program and it served me so well. Like, I feel like I have a basic understanding of like how to write content, you know, for all the different platforms. Every platform is different, obviously, right? But like understanding keywords, understanding search terms, right? Those are all like really essential skills for like creating content online. Maybe you want to learn a new skill on like how to utilize Pinterest because Pinterest is a big search engine, right? It's not as big as Google, obviously, but when people are on Pinterest, they're searching and they're saving. Or maybe as a creator, you want to refine your writing and editing skills. Maybe you look at, you know, online courses to help you become a better writer online. Maybe you look at courses at your community college. Maybe you look at to take a certificate course, right? There's so many ways to start to refine your writing and editing skills. There's so many books out there as well, if that's your writing style or that's your learning style. I feel like setting goals about skills and investing in ourselves is always a great way to like start the new year. And because you identify like, here's something I want to work on and here's what I'm going to focus on this year and here's how I'm going to do it. Maybe as a creator, you want to set new habits or routines. Um, And I feel like, as creators, right? There's so many ways we can expend our energy. And sometimes 
setting new habits and routines helps us define how we want to spend that energy. So maybe for you, you want to show up on Instagram stories every single day. You want to start talking to your audience. You want to start engaging with them. You want to start putting polls up. Or maybe you want to start posting on TikTok because that's an underutilized platform and you want to become better at producing short form video content. So you want to show up on TikTok three times a week, or maybe you're just starting out. So it's once a week, and then you start to slowly increase that to twice a week, three times a week. Maybe you want to publish publish one blog post a week. I feel like it's so funny because I was like reading through threads and I feel like there's kind of a resurgence of people creating blogs again because it's something that they own, which is funny because blogs were like before social media, like blogs were like the main thing that everyone consumed. And then, you know, obviously the explosion of social media apps came uh, in the 2000s, early 2010s. And so it's just funny again that we've just kind of come back around and people are like, make a blog, you know, create a newsletter. And, and it's funny. It's like, yeah, all those things still work and they're still relevant. Or maybe for you, if you want to build a habit or routine around sending an email newsletter once a month, I feel like I know people are like email newsletter. I, for me, friends, like when I was doing my email newsletter once a month, I was actually really surprised at the engagement. I think I had like a 30% open rate, which is pretty good. I feel like open rates have declined, you know, significantly. I feel like if you're getting, I've actually heard like different numbers out there, but I was like one out of three people opening my emails, like pretty good. And so I feel like that's something I'll probably will start to explore again in Q2. Another goal to set as a creator might be around your financial goals. A lot of influencers want to make content creation their full-time careers, but a lot of creators also haven't set financial targets for their business. Content creation, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, like whatever you're creating, I just want you to know that if you are creating content online and you want to make it a side hustle, you want to turn it into a career, you are working on your business. So someday, if you want to make a livable income off your passion, you have to outline what your financial goals are. I know a lot of people run away from that. They're really scared to talk about finances. And so here we are, friends, we're talking about it. I feel like if you're just starting out as a creator, maybe you set the goal to just meet your fixed expenses. You want to you want to make enough money to break even and cover your costs. Maybe you invested in a new phone. Maybe you invested in a tripod or equipment, or maybe you invested in hiring a photographer, right? I started out personally just setting the goal to pay for photography because for the first few years creating content online, I was hiring my photographers and not making any money. So I was operating at a loss as a business. And so that probably sounds scary. You're like operating at a loss. That's just like the business term saying that you're not making money yet, right? So for me, I, 2017, I was like, okay, I just want to be able to make a few hundred dollars a month so I can pay for photography. And I remember meeting that goal and I was like, okay, now I can set the next goal and the next goal. And so I want you to know that like, you don't have to set the goal right away to be like, I want to replace my corporate salary. That might be your goal eventually, but maybe you start off and you say, I want to make enough money to pay a car payment, or I want to make enough money to pay for all the all the things that I need to run my business so I can break even and then start to look at turning a profit. So again, I know that can be scary, but I feel like talking about your finances, really thinking about it helps you just like outline what you need to do, especially if it is your goal to make content creation your full-time career. 
All right, friends. So what's next on the bingo card? I would recommend if you haven't yet at the start of the year or start of the quarter, I would recommend clarifying how you're going to connect with your community. So I would ask yourself, how much time am I engaging with my audience? I think it's really important to take a minute or two to ask yourself if you're taking the time to actually be social on social media. Because I think sometimes as creators, as influencers, we're so wrapped up in hopping onto the next trend, saving those trending, you know, audio or, you know, just like, I feel like we just like get so wrapped up in the actual content creation process or we get obsessed over numbers, right? We might forget that we have to, you know, not have to, but we should want to engage with our audience, right? And so one thing for me, what I realized this year, I have set the goal to post three times a week. And part of the reason why I want to do that is because while on the days I'm not posting, I want to make sure I'm engaging back. One thing I realized looking back, I feel like especially this past year, having a baby, I've just had less time to engage from the audience. And so I thought, okay, what's going to work for me is reducing my posting frequency. But then on the days I'm not posting, if I'm hopping on the app, if I'm scrolling, I want to be engaging. Another question to ask yourself um, is, do you want to engage with your audience in new ways? Maybe for you, what you want to host an in-person meetup, or maybe you want to create a broadcast channel. Maybe you want your audience to sign up for your email newsletter so you can, you know, continue to engage with them, you know, develop a new channel, um, cultivate a relationship with them. Another question to ask yourself is how does your community want to engage with you? I feel like polling your audience is a really great way to figure out how your audience wants to connect with you. I remember before I launched the podcast, I literally had people messaging me and they're like, why don't you launch a podcast? And I was like, wait, what? You would listen to a podcast? And the feedback I got was that, yeah, you know, I'm commuting or, you know, I'm running around, I'm taking care of my baby. And sometimes I just need something on in the background to listen to. And I don't have time to, you know, read through a blog post or I don't want to watch a video, but being able to like passively listen is very helpful. And I remember thinking that and I was like, okay, that's something that I'll keep in mind. And then, you know, when the opportunity came to launch um, the original Content Creatives podcast in 2020 with Maddie, we launched it and we literally had an audience right away. So another question to ask yourself, you know, as we're thinking about your community is what do you want to do for your audience this year? How are you going to deliver value to them? How are you going to inspire them, motivate them, or educate them? I think a lot of people miss that a lot of creators and influencers solve a problem, provide information, or entertain their audiences. And I feel like, especially if you're a creator who's going through a lot of life changes or evolving, right? I feel like sometimes we also evolve how we want, what we want to do for our audiences. And I think that's okay to do because your audience understands that you're human and they're also probably growing up with you. So again, just to reiterate, right, I really recommend thinking about what you want to do for your audience. Maybe you're going to inspire them in new ways. Maybe you're going to try something new and you're going to document that journey. Or maybe you're like me, you're going through kind of a postpartum journey, you know, trying to, you know, find your fitness routine back. Maybe you're sharing that online, you know, to help, you know, motivate your audience, any new moms out there know that they're not alone and that, you know, you're with them as you're going through that postpartum journey. Or maybe you want to educate them. Maybe you want to teach them something new. Maybe you've learned something last year and you're eager to share that information on and you really want to educate your audience. 
All right, friends. So what's next on the bingo card? What's next for you to review, to hopefully check off at the start of the year, the start of the quarter? And that is doing a self audit on how you're consuming social media. So I feel like a lot of the times we're really you know, focused on our goals, we're focused on our community. And sometimes we have to take a minute to think about how we are personally consuming social media ourselves. And if you're creating content as a small business owner, influencer, content creator, you are probably consuming content and creating content, a whole lot of it. And if this is the first time you're hearing, you know, kind of like how you consume content, consuming content just looks like scrolling, saving, and sharing for entertainment purposes. And so you might be, you know, saving memes, funny videos, sharing it with friends, right? I feel like, of course, as a human, you know, in 2024, right, this year, you're probably doing some sort of scrolling, saving, and sharing. And then on the flip side, you're probably also creating a lot of content for social media. You're probably taking photos, filming, editing, and so much more. And it takes a lot of time to sift through all the content and curate it for all your pages. So I think taking a step back and understanding the balance, like am I consuming content more than I'm creating content? Am I creating content and I'm not consuming any content at all? So I don't know what's trending. I feel like just like checking in with yourself and like thinking about that balance is really, really helpful. And we, um, by the time this airs, I think the previous podcast episode on Um, doing a self-audit on how you're consuming social media. There's a more in-depth conversation about that. I highly recommend going back and listening to it, especially if you're listening to this and that's resonating with you. All right, friends. So the last thing on our bingo card, the last thing I wanted you to check in with yourself as the, you know, start of the new year is happening and the start of the quarter is to hopefully pick an underutilized platform of yours and start to put a little bit more effort there. I'm not asking you to split, you know, your time between like your main platform and this underutilized platform. I'm asking you to maybe start to dedicate 10%, 15%. Maybe that's literally 30 minutes you know, once a week to this underutilized platform, or maybe that's, you know, 30 minutes twice a week. So a few examples of this, because you're probably like, what's an underutilized platform? So um, one underutilized platform, I think a lot of creators and small business owners completely overlook is LinkedIn. And LinkedIn is so great for business to business. It can work for B2C, which is business to consumer, but it is so good for B2B. So if you're a small business owner, so for example, if you own for like a photo booth company and you want to start working corporate events, LinkedIn is such a great option for you. I mean, if I were a photo booth company today, I would literally post on LinkedIn every single day. I would highlight, you know, different events that I've done. I would highlight, you know, you know, like this is a wedding we did. This is a corporate event that we did. And then that way, like you start to build your brand on LinkedIn, especially if you want to get into corporate events, which I mean, like there's corporate events happening all the time. And, you know, people hosting corporate events, like look for different activations, right? And sometimes like photo, they look for photo booths. And I feel like that is like such a great way to like break into your local market. So highly recommend checking out LinkedIn. It might make sense, make sense for your small business owner. If you're someone who owns like a social media company or an agency, I would 100% also recommend LinkedIn because your 
target customers, probably, you know, someone within marketing or the owners of companies and they're on LinkedIn. I mean, yes, you could have an Instagram strategy, but I think like LinkedIn is where it's at, especially if it's business to business. Another underutilized platform, and it's been around for a while, is Pinterest. If you have a blog or you are a small business owner with a website and you want to drive traffic to it, Pinterest is such a great platform. It's another SEO-focused platform, and you can drive impressions and links for years after you've created the content on Pinterest. I think one thing people forget is that when we post, especially on Instagram, I think like the average, like not life cycle is not the right word, but like a piece of content on Instagram might be seen for like two days. On Pinterest, that piece of content could be seen for like 16 days and beyond, especially if people are searching for it, right? And one thing again with Pinterest, it's a search engine. Like people go there to save content. Whereas on Instagram, sometimes people just go to scroll, save, and like, you know, be entertained. Another underutilized platform. I mean, this might be for you. I feel like TikTok is actually an underutilized platform for me. Um, One thing I would... I realized that I was not doing and I need to do more often is post photos on TikTok. My carousel photos on TikTok like recently have performed so much better than every other video. I have videos that obviously like still drive a ton of traffic. Anything travel related for me, posing, um, Seattle especially, like all that savable, shareable content continues to perform like videos from like 2020 continue to perform. But one thing like lately that's really been performing, I think better than my average video is posting photos. My guess, at least for me, friends, is because I create high quality photos. So I, I think that's really different on the app because, you know, TikTok usually has been a place for authentic, unfiltered content. So I think a little bit more curated content stands out, which is so funny because for, I feel like 2020, everyone, you know, just like wanted it to be authentic and unfiltered. But I think there's also like a time and place for curated content. All right, friends. So before I wrap up today's episode, I wanted to do a quick recap of the content creator bingo card, making sure that you are able to do all these things at the start of the new year and the quarter. So the first is to refresh your bio. Remember to include those keywords as well as your contact info in your bio. Secondly, set your goals. Maybe you want to set goals around those skills that you want to learn as a creator. Maybe you want to set goals around building new habits or routines, or maybe you want to set your first financial goal this year. The third thing is to clarify how you're going to connect with your community. And that includes thinking about how much time you're engaging with your audience and what you want to do for them, right? Maybe you want to inspire them to do something new or educate them about something you've recently learned. Additionally, we talked about doing a self-audit on how you're consuming social media because as a small business owner, entrepreneur, influencer, content creator, you are probably doing both consuming content and creating content. And I think checking in about that balance is really helpful because it helps you think about where you want to allocate your time. And then lastly, we talked about picking an underutilized platform and we chatted about LinkedIn, Pinterest, and TikTok. All right, friends, if you enjoyed today's episode, please let me know. And again, let me know if you filled out your whole bingo card and you did all these things at the start of the year. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate, review, and recommend the podcast to a friend. If we haven't connected on Instagram yet, you can find us at MS Edition and at The Creative Edition. Sign up for our email newsletter and join our Facebook group, and we'll see you guys next time.